I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. This episode is brought to you by Undeniably Dairy. Did you know some cows might be snacking on seaweed? Dairy farmers are researching potential nutritional changes to their cow's diet. To help reduce methane emissions. Additional research and innovation are helping them save water and spend less energy on every glass of milk. To learn more about what dairy farmers are doing to make their farms more sustainable, visit usdairy.com. Are you ready? I'm ready. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Skim. I'm Scott. And I'm Kim. You're the Kim part of the skim. I'm the Kim part of the skim. The cool part. <laughs> I'm the crappy little S. At oh, the whatever. Uh, look, whatever. You're the star of this show. No, there's no bones about it. That's all everyone talks about. I don't know about that. It's true. I we, never even know what's going on. Let me guarantee you. Let me guarantee you a thing. We get to Vegas okay. in a couple of weeks or a, three weeks, whatever it is, four weeks, three and a half weeks. Something like that. Jeez, yes. that's fast. That's it's, coming up fast. Anyway, uh, we're gonna get there, and everyone's gonna come up to you and go. Don't tell Scott, but you're my favorite thing about that. <laughs> that's how that's gonna go. I don't know. That'll be that'll be weird. It's guaranteed. You're the guy. It doesn't just, matter. Just here. This is just super fun. I never know what's going on. I never hear the the calls ahead of time or even what we're talking about. It's kind of funny. You like that though. I do like that. You told me ahead of all this. You said I'm like it's totally fine. I don't want to do any homework. Yeah. I have to. You have prefer other things to do. You prefer it that way. You don't want to have it. <laughs> So, so yes, you when you're anything. getting an answer from me, it's just straight up honesty. Yeah. Yeah, fair enough. People need to know that. Well, we're bathed in orange light like always. Oh, uh, my gosh. That's fine. That's whatever. I can't change the cameras around too much or else it's a pain. And then I have to change it every time I do another show, and that yeah. sucks. There's so you just get us everybody. in this bright, whatever, crappy <laughs> orange lighting. Orange glow. I like that. <clears throat> but uh, we're here, and we're happy to be here. And uh, we missed last week, and that was my fault. You were not feeling well. I wasn't feeling well at all. I had some bad General Tassau's so, chicken. General So. General Tassau. So. There's <laughs> a T in there, you know. I don't know if you saw that T yeah. that they got going. You, so yes, yeah, Scott woke up last Sunday and he's like, I don't feel very good. And then when he tried to get up, he was like, oh, a little bit of vertigo. I was like, no. You just, yeah, I was like dizzy bed. and like, it felt like it this bad. flu or something coming on, but it ended up like it was a day and I was done. I was good. Which is really good because. Yeah. You know, six or seven days of that would be awful. But it wasn't so bad that I had to barf or anything. I still have my barf record. That's because Scott won't barf even if he needs to barf. <laughs> have we ever talked about my barf record I don't here? Know. I've talked about it on TMS a bunch of times. But I, don't I don't think so. My barf record goes all the way back to 2005. 
when the whole family was sick from that time we went to uh, Cafe Rio that night. Yes, that? we haven't been to Cafe Rio often since. Not really. Don't like it much anymore as a result. Scott won't go. <laughs> but 2005 is almost, <laughs> what is that? That's 15, almost 15 almost years, 15 years yeah, ago. Almost 15 years. And then uh, and prior Scott to that. hasn't barfed. Prior to that. 1999 or 1998 uh that yes. time i went to that weird uh top 100 business dinner thing with mark barrett yes and i came home that place gave me something weird in the salad i don't know what <laughs> came home yacked that night and then i don't remember before stop that eating the salad yeah just don't eat the salad. that's what it was at cafe rio too <laughs> i know there you heard it here kid here heard it here kids if you're looking to avoid um uh, foodborne illnesses don't eat the healthy food make your own damn salad make your own salad there you go <laughs> wash your salads vigorously yes don't let some stranger make it but um anyway so we're sorry about that it just didn't pan out and no, and, and then it was we hard could just to catch up we, afterwards yeah we can never find like a slot in the week to do it and Carter was sick this week that didn't help yeah she had she came home with uh GDC flu yeah yeah like the full blown good. like she like, still has a little bit of a cough but like in her chest fever for three or four days like it was really bad yeah it was pretty bad she's doing yeah. better now though yeah she's better now but that's what you get at cons when you want shake a lot of hands and then touch your face without thinking about it <laughs> my rule in the way I've never gotten sick at a convention ever don't touch your face don't touch your face never touch that's your face that's been his thing he's like it doesn't even like no 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 don't touch your face it works I'm telling you like the last time I uh, was at a convention I, you have to think about it you have to like focus and go, yeah. don't touch your face, don't touch your face. But if you do, if you hold to that rule, you have like a way better percentage chance of not catching whatever the crap some guy shook your hand See, with. See, now you're going to get sick. No. You've, you've put it out there now. Nah, I've been putting you're it like, out for I years. I haven't done it. I don't touch my face. I've never gotten sick. I get, I'm confident never, in never, this. Never, never, never. Confident in this. I'm going to be fine. I've never, okay. not one nerdtacular made me sick, not one That's true. external, like... Thousands with of a hands. Lot of people to get together with. Thousands of hands. Some of them sick because I could see it in their face that they're not feeling well. <laughs> you just see it in their face. It's just because they're talking to you. Shaking hands. <laughs> just shaking. Anyway, uh, we're back and uh, we're glad to be back. Hey, I got a uh, thing for you here. All right. This is a little personal. Okay. Uh, <laughs> you know I like that. <laughs> I don't know what I'm getting into. <laughs> well, because you don't help prep the notes, you don't know uh, what I'm right. going to want So if I ever just walk away, then you know it's just he's gone too far. <laughs> oh, that's a good way to know. Yeah, we'll know if something's this gone south. This interview is over. <laughs> yeah. yeah <we're laughs> well, that'll be my first time that's ever happened. I've yes, never, I've never had true. a guest of any kind or just co-host walk do off. that. Yeah. Okay. I mean, first Kay. time for everything. Put it out there now. All right, here, here's here's the question. When we were a young couple, okay, and we were having the little kids, okay, uh, I remember very distinctly feeling like we kind of knew what we were doing. We got this. We know what we're doing. Okay, and we would do our thing, right? And whatever that was, like <clears throat> if the baby cries too long, what do you do? Or if the oh okay, uh, I see where you're going. With they that, got a right? weird RSV. Do you take them to the doctor? Do you do a home remedy? You know, just stuff, yeah. kid stuff, yep. the things while you're raising your little kids. And I always distinctly remember there were a number of adults in our lives, mostly my mother, but others <laughs> who wanted to kind of hover around and go, well, you know what I did? Here's what I would do. Oh, you know what I used to do? Here's okay. what I, how okay. I handled it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I remember. I remember then thinking, <laughs> geez, flappy lips McGee over here telling us what to do all the time. <clears throat> Back off, you know, like easy there, grandma, that sort of thing. And that we had it under control and don't worry about it, right? I think that comes with 
age. <laughs> well, now <laughs> we're you're, uh, you're the, you know. <laughs> but now we're here. Okay. Okay, and we have a daughter who's whose uh, birthday is coming up next Friday. Yep. She'll be twenty five years 25. old. Twenty five. Yeah. That's super exciting. Quarter of a century old. <laughs> like in the olden times, she'd be. This is about the end of her life. This would be it. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I'd be long gone by now. Keep moving. The point is. <laughs> She's uh, she's now in those boots that we were in. There's mm-hmm. the little baby. Van is a healthy, happy little. He's getting all chubby and bigger, and you know oh, all the stuff. So fun and sleeping nine hours a night, which is sometimes. awesome. A lot just, of times, though, way way more than an eight week old baby should be doing. Like it's yeah, impressive. They've had a good. They've had a few good nights where he just sleeps all yeah, night. It's he's great. a good sleeper. Um, and she's also really good about her schedule and everything. But anyway, the point is, I'm starting to notice. That we are doing it a little bit too. I don't think to the level my mom and our parents did when we were had little babies, but I think you and I just a little bit. I catch myself kind of going, I want to like blurt out something. Like she'll say, "Oh, dad, this and this and this," and I'll go, "Well, I remember I, when you know when I was." I, I have this this tendency to want to blurt out some advice. Okay, but you have a tendency to, but you don't necessarily do it. I think no. that's the difference. And if I that, try to do the same thing where I'm like, I'm thinking about it going, no, I didn't have anyone in my ear going, this is what I would do if it were me. Like, I don't want to do that to her. So Right, and you are good at it. Myself. You are good at it, and I think I'm good at it too. So maybe that is the difference. Mm-hmm. Here's the key to that. If anyone out there is hearing this and is like, well, how the crap are you avoiding it? Here's what you do. You hold your tongue. <laughs> you don't say anything. But you keep it in there, let it brew a little bit, and then later, when you got a little couple time by yourselves, talk about it. Yeah, we express do that like a lot. a lot. So Kim will say, "Oh, it frustrates me that she's doing this. I wish you wouldn't do that." But that's not her telling her that. Right. That's her telling me how she feels, and it's me going, "Oh yeah, well, freaking if it was, you know, it's not a gossip. I don't mean in a no, gossipy no, no, no. way. I just mean in like a." And I think yeah. we're probably right. And you know what? My parents were probably right, and their parents were probably right. They do have more experience. They do know these things. And we yeah. have that experience. And we know these things. And so here we are with legitimate advice. But we're going to have to letting not. Letting them do their thing. Yes. You have to let them do this. You have to let them do it. Not that they're doing anything wrong. No. It's just. It's small stuff. Yeah, it's always it's small. Tiny. It's always something like. Okay. Taylor's so going to call me up today and go, what? What are I doing? What are no, you doing? That you think it's I'm nothing. Doing it's, uh, no. She should know this. It's nothing <laughs> like that. Like I said, we hold these things back. But. Yeah. Uh, Here's the thing. When we were, this is the other thing that we can't control. When we were uh, young parents, they wanted babies on their tummies at night. Oh, yeah. When Taylor was a baby. And then by the time Carter came along, it was the little wedges to keep them on their side. They wanted them on their side so you get a little foam wedge yes. taco thing to and put them in. And then by the time Nick came around, they it was all about being on their backs. Yeah. So. And then it flipped <laughs> again, totally I think, changed. while we weren't having little kids, it changed again. But now Probably, it's, back, I don't know. it's back to on their backs yes. now. Yes. And all of it is just like, oh, we don't want SIDS. Everyone hates SIDS because you no, do. No, back then it was. I don't think I've heard that word really? in 20 years. Well, no. now it's just like um, baby natal death syndrome or something like that. Wow. Baby that natal. That sounds terrible. <laughs> but you know what I mean? That, they're always worried about, oh, we don't know. We don't know. And it's like yeah. it's like eggs. Eggs are good for you. Eggs are bad for you. Oh, guess what? They're good for you again. Nope, they're bad. Bacon's good for you. Bacon's bad for you. <clears throat> so, it's, so there's that whole thing in the periphery which you can't really control. And that happens with or without you. Right. So when you see them it doing a thing. It depends on when you're having your baby, right. what's the big new thing. Right. And, and the different kinds of binkies and the different kinds of bottles and what's best for your baby and mm-hmm. all of that. that. And it's different for every baby. That's yeah. the hard part. Yeah. You can read the reviews all you want on what's the, you know, the very best this or that or whatever. 
And it's going to change for you depending on what your baby prefers. Yeah. And also it's easy to feel, I'm not annoyed by it because I'm part oh, of no. this. I'm part of this world, but it, it's easy to feel annoyed by the fact that YouTube is her biggest coach right now. Right. Like part of me goes, what other moms really, are YouTube, doing? Really? But <laughs> what then, other moms are doing that work for them isn't necessarily right. going to be what works for you. But on, the other, on the other hand, it's amazing the resource it can be. Yeah. Like it is actually awesome how much great information there is and how if you're looking in the right place, you're going to find really good guidance and smart ideas and cool tricks and all that. Yeah. We had that, that we conversation the other day when yeah. I said to her, I didn't have all these resources to look up and read about. And, you know, we just had my baby, your baby or the, the what to expect when expecting the first year, that kind of stuff. And she's like, that's only because you didn't have it, mom. She's right. <laughs> that's what she said. And she's I was right. Like, oh, you're right. She's totally right. Yeah. She's absolutely 100% You would correct. use whatever resources you have. Yep. Yeah. So, in our case, it was these dumb books. She's doing mentioned. such a great job. She's such a good mom. It's oh, so, she's killing it's it. It's so much fun to watch. She's killing it. So anyway, I just thought it was an interesting, I'm uh, and I'm anyway. really happy that she's not so overprotective that she doesn't ever let me babysit. She still she lets me babysit already, and I'm oh, just, yeah. oh, so much fun. Well, you, you know, you're good at it. Plus, you, you know, that kid. Well, I try to keep with her what she wants me to do too. I think yeah, that makes a difference because yeah, yeah, she yeah. sleeps better later and all that. Plus, you just keep yourselves from having awkward Thanksgivings and weird stuff like that. <laughs> right? Nobody wants Thanksgivings where you're nobody like, wants an awkward Thanksgiving. <laughs> Our goal, we, we said this to ourselves a long time ago, but now it's go time. We have to actually implement it. So it was a lot of talk back then, but we used to talk all the time about, we're not going to do these things. So that in the future, the they're going to yeah. love us. Yeah. for We're going to be nothing but <laughs> beloved individuals across the board. No one's going to not like us. The kid's going to love us. The parents are going to love us. Everybody connected to this whole ordeal is going to love us because we're going to be awesome. Well, now it's go time. Rubber meets the road, and we're sort of like, okay, now... All right, I Careful. don't want to. Don't say, don't uh, overstep your bounds. Don't yeah. ever, don't overdo it. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, good stuff. Good it's stuff. True. It's fun. All right, I got an email. Want to okay. hear an email? Yep. All right, we're tearing right through this today. Here you go. Oh, did you do a foodie this week? I forgot to ask you. Um, I've cooked this week. So what did you sure. make that was good? Oh, that chicken was good. That chicken. Can we talk about that? Yes. All right, we'll get to that later okay. in the show. <laughs> uh. <laughs> That's how our notes go, people. This is um, how we work. All right, here we yeah. go. Uh, oh, Ted, we got a new listener in the chat room, Teddy Freddy. He says, could you please tell me what the show is about? And, and John from Florida says, it's Skim, the Scott and Kim show. Scott and Kim doing a show once a week, family, marriage, food, and more. Oh, that's very nice. Nicely put. John, you should just write all my PR stuff. <laughs> that's awesome. But also, uh, Freddy, or Teddy Freddy, welcome to the to the magic, Happy I guess. Happy to have you here. Yeah, this isn't, uh, we're not playing. Welcome f- to the magic. We're not. <laughs> We're not playing Fortnite. Uh, there's no. no uh, I'm not going to give you any tips on how to <laughs> how to grind in Diablo or something. We're we are talking human being business here. Uh, also, uh, Bo's in the chat, so I say hi to Bo. Hey, yeah. Bo. Yeah, it's always good to one see. One of my Bo favorite Earth. people. He is one of my favorite people too. <laughs> what a happenstance Bo is. Like I know, we just so ra- kind of a mistake. We it was almost a mistake that we got to know him at all. That sounds terrible. No, I don't mean that in a like. It was almost a mistake. We even got to know him at all. It was just a random, <laughs> got lucky kind of thing where yeah. he ended up playing with us, and and I just knew immediately this guy's got the heart of a lion. He's going to be great. <laughs> We're going to do stuff together. I don't know what it is, but he's going to be great. And he is. Yes. Anyway. Hey, we have an email. Uh, we have an email. You want to hear that now? Yeah. Well, you're me. in some kind of hurry today. What I'm is your no hurry? hurry. You just, you're off topic a little bit. You just keep going off in different directions. Yeah, how weird for me Ooh, to do there that. there goes Scott. All right. Nah. So here you go. 
Uh, Gabrielle. Gabrielle? Probably Gabrielle. Gabrielle. Uh, also, go short, Gabe. Uh, but she is a female with a male nickname, which is kind of cool. Anyway, uh, the subject is skim traveling food. Message is, hello. I don't know if you already received messages like this, but I wanted to share a type of product that might help you when you try to take meal when people try to take meals with them. And we had a few calls about traveling meals. Yeah, yeah, the whole traveling food thing. Mm-hmm. This is especially useful for anyone who wants a warm meal but does not want or does not have easy access to a stove, a hot plate, or a microwave. Plus, you can't be in a truck and use like like a sterno thing, right? Like right, a, right. That, that would those be are very called? dangerous. What are those called? Yeah, sterno's the little candly well, uh, thing that you light up and it. Heats up all your stuff. Yeah, you can't use that in there. The mar- marvelous Mrs. Map 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 Mazel. In that show, that they were talking about Sterno, Sterno, right? Yeah, but that's like for a buffet. Right at that uh, the Catskills thing. Anyway, yes. I'm going off topic again. Okay. Uh, <laughs> she says uh, I use this product product called the Hot Logic Mini. You can find it at HotLogicMini.com or HotLogic.com rather. For example, uh, they are personal portable food warmers, like a lunch bag that is also a slow cooker. This brand heats up to 212 degrees Fahrenheit. It comes with a standard wall plug uh, end and can be used with a converter to use in a car or a truck as well. Okay, that's really cool. It is cool. Like a bag that gets heated up Yeah, and you plug it in. That's Well, and so if you, you have something you want to keep, keep warm, Yeah, that's one thing. But also sounds like if it's something you could slow cook, and only needed a maximum of 212 degrees. Are, yes. are there foods like that? I guess there are. A uh, slow cooker, an actual slow cooker is 250 degrees. Oh, okay. So you so probably... So you could slower, even slower cook that, yes. So if... Oh, the it longer would, you... It would almost be like um, the sous vide, how it you get things to 180 degrees, but then leave it in for 24 hours. But what if it was like a big chicken leg, and you want to make sure you cook your chicken all the way, or else you're going to get the, the, the bum squirts? How, how do you fix that? I don't I don't know. I think you're going to have to go to that website and find out. Okay. If you can cook with it or just reheat or keep things warm with it. I'm looking at it right now. Okay. Um, I'm not. I know. So. You don't have a way. Because I've, <laughs> I've left you basically. You're like a prisoner. If it's, if it's just keep it warm kind of thing, which it sounds like it. Yeah. You know what this is like, though, for, for real? For real. This what? is like you were in a prison. And I come to visit you, and you're in that glass room with just a microphone. Wait, who's in prison? You are, because oh. I because I have access to okay. everything, and I can freely move about and do whatever I want. And you have to sit there and go. And I have to sit there and go. Okay, what'd you find out? Yeah, I'm like, the how guard. you get me out of here? You got a guard going. Hey, time's up. Time's up. No touching. Yeah. <laughs> That's good stuff. All right, I'm looking right here. Uh, oh, this is cool. Yeah, they're they're they just look like dishes that cook themselves that plug in? yeah okay that's really cool yeah, that's they, a great thing for for trucks and stuff because you would have a way to plug it in mm-hmm. and you have all the time to let it cook just make sure it's fully cooked they got the hot logic mini they got the hot logic 400 and 800 which are larger oh wow they got uh they got they got me clicking buttons here let's see what this says this says <laughs> uh, i'm always interested in this they sort got of thing me clicking buttons a patented hot logic mini is the personal portable even great for the office the uh, job site or the campsite or anywhere you have an outlet. So everyone wants to come into your office when it's lunchtime because your office smells amazing. Yeah. That's what would happen. And my office does not. Like, what so. are you cooking over there? Oh, look at that. It's almost like a little. I just can't a, look at that. I know I you know can't see it, but it's like, <laughs> look an, at that. It, it's like an insulated bag. <laughs> okay. But it, that insulation must be, I mean, if you can get up to 212. Yeah. I, I'm impressed. That's cool. Well, not that we need this because I don't go anywhere. But. That would be amazing for things like camping. 
that you can cook things overnight yeah. or during the day and yeah. then have a really good hot meal that isn't necessarily going to taste like campfire. <laughs> yeah. Oh, campfire. That's the other thing. Can Nick stop doing those, uh, what are those called? Incense. Incense. Can he, he stop doing that? He likes it. It that? relaxes him. Okay, I get that it does, but they stink and the whole so house smells like So does peppermint oil whenever you need to relax and you need peppermint oil. All right, now we have to tell people what I do with peppermint oil. I've never said anything about this. Do you want to know what I you've do with never, peppermint oil? You've never talked about it? No. Scott so, loves peppermint oil when he has a headache. I do, but none of the pets or other people like being around yeah. me when I have it. So it's what I do strong. is I take it and I've got a bottle of it, okay, and it's the raw freaking good stuff. Peppermint like, oil, just yeah. straight up. Yeah. Extracted yeah. from the very root of the plant of peppermint. No, it's from the leaves. But anyway. Okay. See, I don't know anything. <laughs> but you'll, I'll squeeze a little off on my finger there. And then I'll put a little under each nostril. And then. So you're smelling it. Yeah. Oh, I just hork it in, man. Just mm, that burns <laughs> going in. And then sometimes I will uh, do it in my ears, too. So yeah. I'll get a bunch of oil just on the inside of my... Not my... a bunch, because it's not like it's leaking out. It's just on your skin. No. But the but, heat of it yeah. helps your headaches. And I smell like a freaking one, a factory that makes these. <laughs> See these? Peppermint yeah. Lifesaver? Yep. Uh, and Scott so likes his peppermint lifesaver. The peps, the peps, the pets can't handle it. Oh my gosh, Rainer won't even come near no, you. She hates it. She hates it. Oh my gosh, she just she'll get a weird face and then run. And, and she loves me normally, so <laughs> um, so there's that. But uh, like that. and she loves me normally. And I don't think anyone really wants to be around me when I've got that going on. It's fine. But it kills my it kills a headache. And it's the same way with Scott. He doesn't like incense, but Nick will burn one in his room and he just chills him out. He's such a hippie boy, though. That's fine. Just laying there. By the way, why is the chat what do you room think saying, your parents said to you? The chat about like, you. Scott did Scott. You think Scott is taking a shower today? Wink, wink. Yes. I'm so clean, it's disgusting. <laughs> Why? <laughs> is it your hair or something? I don't, I don't know what they're talking about. It's probably the shine I got going from You're the lights. You're pretty shiny. Yeah, I don't know I'll why. be honest. I'm looking at the phone going, and That's wow. why you have a powder lady that comes around and does that. They did that to me at BlizzCon when I did the Q&A. That's oh, why yeah. I didn't look all shiny up there. Because they powdered me they with some sort of... powdered you up. Do you need me to powder nice. you up? I, I have some. She had an accent. She's like, all right, I'm going to put it on your face. <laughs> Outstanding! This is gonna pinch a little. Like she was like that. She was like the queen. Oh wow! Okay, Philip. Anyway, <laughs> what was? Why am I holding this? Okay, I'm putting I that down. Know. Put that down. Um, uh, I don't even know what you're holding. I don't know what the point. Oh, I don't get headaches very often. It's actually a very rare occurrence for me. But when I do, peppermint oil, man, that helps. That's the bomb. Helps better than ibuprofen. How do we get to the that? We were talking about the incense. You just said. Can oh, you, oh yeah. Can he? Can he okay. Here's the reason I don't like the incense. First of all, it makes me think he's some kind of weird hippie. That's number one. <laughs> number two is everything in the house smells like a campfire for like a week. It doesn't do that for a week. Even it's this, like cl- for this an shirt hour. right now. The shirt right now. It's just for an hour. You're right. exaggerating a touch. And it's not a good campfire <laughs> like s'more smell or any of that. It's like. It smells like vanilla. What's your problem? It smells like somebody somebody pushed a bed, bath, and beyond into a fire. <laughs> I don't like it. Anyway. Anyway. Uh. Oh, I you like should try that, the- Firebrand. See if those help you. He said, we got a migraine sufferer in the chat oh, who yeah. uh, has never tried peppermint oil. I mean, it may not. Migraine level headaches may be more impervious to this sort of thing. But what it does for me is it just is almost like a little bit of a shock. And there's a coolness to it. And it just kind of fills my head with like, I don't know. If I don't, it very well could be that what it's, what it's doing is just changing my focus and making that me go. That would make sense. Oh, minty, fresh powerful, almost hot, woo, instead of, 
Ah, you know what I mean? So maybe that'll help you. Give it a try. I like all the sounds you're making over and you, <laughs> Ooh, ah. You can, <laughs> you can get this anywhere, like a Sprouts or a Home Goods or a... I don't know about Home Goods. Well, not Home Goods. What's the other one I'm thinking of? Whole Foods. Whole Foods, yeah. Most, um, most of those places carry it. Yeah, it's just like any of your little health foodie kind of places have it. A little bottle of it. It's just it's just pure peppermint oil. There's nothing, nothing There's no weird snake about oil it. about it. No, it's just that's all it is. It just helps Scott. Anyway... Uh, uh, next I'm sorry ego. you suffer from migraines. That's the worst. Oh, migraines are worse. The worst. The so worst. Sorry. I've only had one or two of those in my life, and I same miserable pieces of crap. Those <laughs> you have a sister who gets them all the time, and I always feel um, really bad. She actually for her. did the little date piercings. Date piercing. Date piercing is the little the piece of skin right inside your ear. That's and a date. That's, that's what your date. And she did the date piercings, and it really helped her. So, do we all have a date piercing or a date? Uh, yes. To pierce. Yes, you okay. do. Taylor did it too whenever she had migraines and it really helped her. So so that really helps? That's weird. I'm not sure why. I'm not sure what the science is behind it, but it really did help them a lot. And they both suffered from them pretty regularly. So. I wonder if my sister could try that. My sister Misha had uh, really bad migraines for a while. Like turn yeah, the lights sure. off, lay on the ground yeah, for two hours. Yeah, can't see straight. You yeah. have to be in the dark. That's rough, dude. I yeah. feel bad for anyone who has to go through that. That's a miserable kind of pain. It's one thing like if your ankle hurt really bad. It's way over there, you know? <laughs> it's but way your over head, there. <laughs> your head is right here. Yeah, you can't think straight with that. And all your other things are going there. Like your eyeballs are there, your ears are there, your mouth's yeah. there, your nose is there. Like all your I sensory organs. I think everybody organs. knows what's on their face. <laughs> oh my. <laughs> um, Teddy Freddy, the new listener, he does have a question. I just want to answer oh. this as a technical one. So he says, are Scott and Kim sitting in different parts of their home talking to each other over the internet? We're well, technically, yes, but four we're feet away from four each feet other. away from each other. In Here, the, I'll take this camera and just, hello. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go, Teddy Freddy. That's how we do it. Yeah. Great name, by the way. Love that name. Uh, JM wrote in, nieces and nephews is the subject. Okay. Kim, by the way, Kim is already, she is in the status of everyone's favorite aunt. So Yeah, I do like being the favorite aunt. I might be the weird uncle. I don't know what I am. <laughs> I like a lot. I love Careful my there. nieces and nephews are awesome, but I think they all think I'm a little nuts, but it's fine. That's okay. What's the question? Here it is. Geez, you are really in a hurry today. I'm not in a hurry at all. Listen to you. Just get to the damn, get to the damn question. <laughs> no, I just, you keep going off on rants. It's kind of funny. <laughs> this is how I do. All right. Um, uh, here it is. So I'm going to visit my brother's family and I have some questions about how to handle his kids. They tend to be on the more wild side. Growing up, we were spanked in my house, and times have changed, uh, where that might not be acceptable anymore. I'm going to have a couple of nights where I'm babysitting kids, three uh, three kids total, age five and below. That's Ooh, a handful, that's dude. That's a handful. That's young. Uh, how okay. do you discipline kids that aren't mine when the only thing you really know how to do is spank? And I don't want to spank kids, especially my kids, or especially kids that aren't mine. All right. That's All a right. hard one. This uh, is like a Wendy question. It's, it's a little <laughs> bit of a hard one because they're so young and they're not yours. It's a little harder. Yeah. Um, my favorite thing to do with nieces or nephews is to get them one-on-one and talk to them and find out what they're doing. Mm. And that seems to calm them down when they get to talk about themselves. When they're not I vying for attention, you mean? They're not vying for attention because with three of them, that's, they're like, ooh, me, ooh, me. They want your attention. Mm. And if you can take that a little bit one at a time, maybe while I'm assuming the youngest is pretty young to take a nap or sleep or whatever, mm-hmm. and you can sit and talk with them about what they're doing, every kid wants to talk about themselves. 
Yeah, that's I think their that's their favorite thing, especially when there's three of them and yeah. they're not used to getting that time. Honestly, that worked with our own kids. Like mm-hmm. you would take if one of them was freaking out or had an issue or whatever the the trick was, you pulled them out of the situation and gave mm-hmm. them full attention. And it wasn't just full attention to yell at them or scold them. It right. was full attention to say, all right, what are you wanting? What is it exactly that you want yes. so that I can understand? And then they are forced to go, okay, I'm I'm literally getting the thing I, I was get crying. I full attention. So yeah. here's, I'm, uh, I wanted so one of the can, suckers or whatever. If you can give them full attention at any time, whether it's sitting down and drawing with them and say, what's your favorite thing? What do you want me to draw for you or whatever? Just that one-on-one time is what usually will calm them down to the point that you can have a... Not necessarily a conversation with them. They're five and under. But a some one-on-one time that they feel like they've got all your attention. That's all that, That's all they really want. Yeah, if you want. So here's the best example I can think of. Uh, first what's of all, don't example? get mad about stuff you shouldn't get mad at. And Kim has two great examples that she did as a young mom that I'll never forget. All right? So I'm not sure where you're going with that. Don't worry about it. This is good. <laughs> it's all good. So there was this time where Carter, this is an old story, but. We'll tell it again. Carter took the cooking chocolate out of the oh the pantry. dark like melting chocolate, melting not, chocolate, not the bitter stuff, just right? The but chocolate. you'd melt it to make mm-hmm. I don't know what you'd make. What do you make with that? I would make um, turtles. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh yeah, 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 my yeah. gosh, that sounds so freaking good. <laughs> anyway, she would melt, or she would. Uh, Carter had. She was probably what three, four. Oh no, she was probably three, three, not, two and a half, not older than that. Pretty yeah. young. She grabs this big block, this big block of melting chocolate. And I'm cooking in the kitchen. And she, Kim's in the kitchen cooking. She sneaks it <laughs> and she climbs inside the dog kennel. There's like a small crate type kennel, you know. I don't remember what dog so it was So she for. was pretty small. She yeah. was very small. She got inside of this kennel <laughs> all the way in the back and just starts mowing down on this. Just start just chawing down on this big <laughs> block of chocolate. Now, I remember that. my sister Wendy was over. Uh, you anyone who listens to the TMS, you'll know my sister. She was over or happened to be over that day, and so she remarks about this all the time. Kim, mo- I think a lot of moms would have been irate because now there's chocolate everywhere. It's all over her. It's all over the kennel. She's in her it's, pajamas. Yeah, it's it's stuff we had planned for another use, like all these things. And she's and and the, and even though she's young, you know, Carter knows not to do that. She was sneaking, which it. is why she was hiding. Yeah. Instead, what you did is you said, oh, hold on a second. I got to get a camera. And you went and grabbed a camera and you got in there with a camera and have some of the most memorable, wonderful, my favorite photo maybe of all our parenting from that moment. Oh my gosh, she's holding it and just grinning. She's grinning. She got chocolate all over herself (laughs) and she's still kind of hiding in there. She doesn't know what to do. And so... Uh, That's uh, funny. Oh my God. I remember that just being the funniest freaking thing. Oh, yeah. And then uh, and then what happened? Um, oh, and then the other thing is I remember uh, one time in a very busy grocery store. And you were letting the kids choose to have something that was at the aisle. You know, you could just have it. The Everybody pick one. Yes, Everybody yes. can pick one. And you know, again, Carter, because she was kind of hard when she was that age. She wanted something different. Nick was very little. Taylor was probably four or five. And then Carter in the middle. Mm-hmm. And she's freaking out because she can't get what she thinks she wants. And to the point of just hysterics, right? She's just losing it and crying and like and falling on the floor. And we've all seen that in the grocery store. Yeah, if some kid just losing their mind. Now, most parents just go, oh, eh, or yell at them in front of everybody and then just turn around and keep going or you just make do or whatever. You did this thing that I don't think most people think about. You picked her up, 
you said to me, stay in line. So I stayed in line with the other kids. <laughs> you picked her up. You went over to some corner where you're away from people. You didn't yeah. care who was seeing this. You didn't care. And you sat her down and you looked her eye to eye and you created a scenario where it was one-on-one and she had her audience to express what she wanted and what she didn't want. You had your audience to say what's okay and what's not okay in public when we're out like this as a family. Like this, you got to do that. That The, is, the those, one-on-one was the most important thing to her because it was like I was listening to her. And that's what she all she wanted because if you're standing there with three kids and one's losing it and you're trying to hold the baby and everybody's, you know, whatever, they never feel really that heard. Mm-hmm. And I think that's that's what I'm talking about. When you get them one-on-one, whether it's drawing with them or just talking to them or finding out what they did in kindergarten because yep. they're a five-year-old. Yeah. And that's what they want is just to be heard whenever mm. there's three of them. Yeah. They're feeling, you know, that they're not getting all the attention. If they're misbehaving, that could be why. Sure. they're not feeling like they're, they're getting full attention. Now, real quick, let's just get the perspective of a seven-year-old in the chat room. Okay. Uh, Aunt, Aunt P-Man says, LOL, sorry, Scott, but my daughter, who's age seven, just looked at the stream and says, his wife looks young, but he looks old. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> you think so, do you? Oh, uh, you're adorable. And uh, thank you. They're all saying it's because of my <laughs> distinguished gray down here. Could be. I'm getting a little over here, too. Mm. I'm silver. I just color it. Yeah, Kim, color her. She's pure silver if she didn't have this yeah. purple business going on. And you're only but thank you anyway. I appreciate that. <laughs> how many years younger than me are you? Two, three? Three. Three. Yeah. Three years. Three years makes a big difference, babe. <laughs> Plus, I've been eating nothing but pig lard for the last three years, so <laughs> I'm not doing myself any favors. I'm not catching up to that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, it says his daughter's jaw just dropped. That's fantastic. <laughs> well, she sounds like a very honest young lady, I and that's it. that's I cool. I, re- I respect that. I don't mind that she thinks I look old. I mean, I am getting older. <laughs> Tell her and say, I'm not, so say, that's great. Say, say, honey, he, this this nice old man on the stream is in his 40s still. And uh, oh, Scott, Kim looks 15 years younger, they say. Wow. Oh, wow. Look at that, babe. Even well, under I these harsh lights. That. Even under these even bright under these freaking orange. prison you've been, lights. You've been trying to... <laughs> I'm behind the glass. <laughs> uh, well, anyway, oh, I enjoy that. that. Enjoy that, because seven's a rad year. It doesn't get hard till they're like 11. It's amazing until they're like... Ages 6 to 11, best. So much fun. Best time. Oh, man. Loved it so much. All right. Uh, Yeah, those are some of my suggestions. And it will endear you to those kids, to your nieces and nephews. They will see you as more than just the rule spouter. You'll be someone who cares enough about them to talk to them and and take them individually. And it's not easy, but it's... no. But it is important just that they feel, even if they're all there in the same room together, stop and say, hold on, I'm yeah. listening to him right now or her. Yeah. They need to, you know, tell me. And that's that's what really what they want. Yep. That's all that they want is another <laughs> baby. All right, we're going to do some phone calls. <laughs> I don't know why I'm saying that. Here's, uh, here's one about what we do when we fight. Ooh, let's get down Ooh, to it. Okay. Fighting. All right, here you go. Hello, this is Kaylee calling from Wyoming. I'm actually calling about Skim, my husband and I listen to that regularly and really like it. Um, I guess that my question would be, what have you guys done in your marriage when you are hitting a rough patch? Um, I know we that- did we do this last week? Did we do this one? No. Last time? No. Why is it familiar? Because it's kind of the same question. 
Maybe I, maybe it's also because I've heard it because I had to prep it. All right, I'll keep it going. Okay, we'll get going. To There's end. been a lot of talk about you guys not being real, and that I think that's ridiculous. I think you guys are real, and we really look up to you as a couple. And so just wondering, you know, what have you done in those situations where you just kind of had a rough patch in your marriage? Hope to hear more about it. All right. Very cool. Um, it's more for you, babe, because you, you don't provide me with many rough patches. <laughs> you don't. I mean, there's times whenever, I mean, what, what, what rough patches are you thinking of? Well, let's see. Um, all right. So a lot of people don't know this and maybe hopefully this isn't too personal, but when Kim had the kids, uh, when, when we would get pregnant the next time for the next set, three years later, we did, we spaced them out three years apart on purpose. That was a thing we did. I don't know. It just kind of worked out. It that felt, way, but it but, also felt right. Yeah. Like something about that was good. And, um, you had, an, had a miscarriage between each, mm-hmm. and those were hard. I remember not being, not feeling like I knew what to do. Now that's not the same as a fight or no, no, no. It it's was a different a, kind it, of rough patch. It but, was a different kind of rough patch, yeah. But that's that was really hard because in my head I knew that well, all right, we'll get through this, and then and then we'll go again. And of course, my part of going again is a pretty easy part. Of it. <laughs> You know what I mean, but uh, oh, honey, <laughs> but I wanted, Going again. but it was hard because I didn't know, I didn't know what to do. I don't think there's a lot of guys that know what to say to their wives. Yeah. I really don't. I don't think that they understand when you, because it was about six weeks in yeah. both times that I had a miscarriage. It was six weeks in, yeah. And by then you just feel like, well, I'm pregnant. This is so cool. I'm growing this baby, and you, and all of a sudden it's it's you're not. Yeah. And hormonally, I think you you really had these major crashes and yeah, really messed with you. Even though you aren't that far along, yeah. it was really hard to, to deal with that. And and it's not like some, I don't think there are any men that really know exactly what that feels like. Yeah. And there's no way to explain that to them either. Right. And so, you know, Taylor dealt with this too. And it was really hard for both of them. And like you said, you're, you know, sometimes the guys are like, oh, it's fine. We'll just, you know, in a few weeks, we'll try this again. And it's no big deal. But the it's really hard. And I don't think that you knew exactly what to say or do. Mm-hmm. But you kind of just stayed out of the way, which for me was the right thing. Mm. Um, for yeah. me, it was like, I just need to be alone. I need to, you know, everybody to stop talking about it. But then there's a lot of people who don't feel that way. Right. And, it's, and it's really hard to gauge until you find out. You know, because I remember when Taylor went through this and she was kind of like. Oh, yeah. We haven't. T- people probably not know this, but oh, before yeah. Van, she had a she had a miscarriage. It was. Yeah. A miscarriage and so I was out of town when it happened and she was mad at me for not being here, which I totally understand now. But at the time I was like, well, I assumed that you felt the same way I did and didn't want anybody talking to you. And she's like, no, I needed my mom. And I was like, I'm yeah, so sorry. She's the opposite you know? of it. Yeah. She's she was she needed a different a different take than you did. Yes. Yes. It's interesting just because the, from the guy's perspective, you just need to be willing to sort of listen and, and figure out your cues yeah. and try to try to stick the landing and not be a jerk and not be, I don't know, don't be in the way. <laughs> don't I don't think the there's way. even an, in the way. I think everybody feels a little differently about it, but that was one of our hard times that we had to deal with that we, it was no, it was never anything we fought about or anything like that but i think you have to figure out what's the right thing for you and yours well this is the problem is we don't i know this sounds like we're being modest or something we just don't fight so i don't we really have, have arguments but we have plenty of arguments really like, but it's never been like a fight where i thought oh, this is it i'm done she's moving yeah. out and i'm <laughs> like this doesn't happen no 
But house. I don't think that's what she's talking about. I think she's talking more about hard times. There's not, you know. Oh, yeah. Hard times is different. Whenever you have a rough yeah. patch, it isn't necessarily going to be, you know, an I'm out of here kind of rough patch. It's just sometimes you don't see eye to eye on things. And that's the most important thing is to talk it through. And then the early aughts, I was, to. there was a time where I was prescribed some medication for um, some stuff that was going on. And I didn't, I didn't know what they gave me. But it was it was a bad. We didn't research what they gave you, and it messed me up like bad, like totally bad reaction. And yeah. there was a few months there, I think, where I, I in my misery was putting Kim to her test. You know, like I, I I'm not sure, quite sure how, why she wanted to be okay or why you <laughs> stuck that out because I was a real a hole the whole time, and I was very very. You didn't feel good. The oh, whole I felt time. terrible. It was awful. It was is yeah. like being imagine having the worst flu of your life, but having it for like two years or 18 months or something. Yeah, it was kind of, that was kind of the feel of it. It was bad. And I remember at the end of the two years being like, I felt like a robot for two years and I can't do this anymore. I have to just tell you how I feel. And I have to Mm -hmm. like, I kind of had a breakdown for two days. A little bit. Had to get out of town. Remember that? Yeah. Yeah. I I mean, it wasn't like, I took the girls and we went and stayed at a hotel and got manis and petties and all that stuff. It was a fun weekend, but it was like, I need to be, you know, not just this robot of get up, get the kids to school, make, you know, breakfast, lunch, dinner, go to bed. Like it was just. Wonder how, how awful Scott's going to feel today. Yeah. Yeah. It was like, I was worried every day, but I couldn't do anything because there was nothing I could do to change it or make you feel better really because of the kind of. It sucked. Thing it was you were going through. It sucked for me, but I, I I think it really sucked for you. And I yeah, uh, I think that that you can count that <laughs> as a rough patch. You're funny because you still apologize for it sometimes. Oh, I do. All, I feel bad I, about it all the time because yeah. it was it and was like you don't like, need to. It's this is part of what she's saying. You know these these rough patches are like they can make or break a relationship. But if you're willing to talk about it and get through it together mm-hmm. and really be honest with each other about how it makes you feel. That's going to make all the difference. Yeah, so I'm prepared for when Kim has the change. Oh my gosh! And I <laughs> and I <laughs> and I have to I have to be just as good about it, you know. You have to get it when I start having hot flashes every day. And you're yeah, like, and you what start is wrong losing with my you? mind. <laughs> ah, my hormones! My hormones! All I'm right. trying to stay on top of all that. It's all good. Don't worry about it. All right, here's a lighter <laughs> subject from a listener regarding uh, green thumbs and whatnot. Here you go. Uh, Scott and Kim, this is Wes. I was just calling uh, to ask a question. You guys talk a lot about cooking and how much you love it, and I was just wondering if you were in, did anything on the other side of that, sort of in the gardening uh, gardening world. And I know I just put in, I just finished putting in my spring potatoes this morning. And uh, anyway, I love your show. Uh, keep up the great work across all the frog pants, uh, and have an awesome day. Bye. Sounds like such a nice guy. Such a nice guy. I love, love, love gardening. Scott can attest to this. Yeah, she does. I Last year, I decided to do uh, one of the community gardens here in Daybreak. And if you didn't know, in Utah, you have to wait a little longer. I wish I could put my stuff in right now. Yeah, we have winter. <laughs> we still have it's still cold wintery snaps. cold snap right now. Yeah, yeah. you never good. know what you're going to get. So I'm so jealous of you getting to put in your garden already. Oh, yeah. seriously. That la- when Homer says lousy March weather, I think he's talking about <laughs> Salt Lake. The S is Salt Lake, and it's Salt Lake March weather is what it is. It's really weird. Yeah. So uh, I do. I did put in a garden last year, and I went with everything that was more expensive to buy. I know that sounds kind of funny, but mm-hmm. I did heirloom tomatoes. I did all my herbs because I wanted fresh herbs for like our jambalaya. When I made, the, I put the fresh thyme in there. It made all the difference. 
love, love, love to garden. And so I'm planning our garden right now with Carter. Mm-hmm. She wants to put in a tea garden this year. Mm-hmm. And uh, maybe I need to talk to Gwen and find out what <laughs> to really put in our garden for that. Because she's amazing at making tea. Mm-hmm. But... Yes, I am trying to make sure that I get enough of the things that we cook into our garden with our teeny tiny yard um, as best I can. So Well, and I'm just happy to have a teeny tiny yard because it's just less maintenance every year. Yeah, now, you know? it is really nice. And we do have the access to the community gardens, which you can rent for the year and it has all the water and everything. Yeah. But It's like 25 bucks or something, wasn't it? No. What was it? It was more than that. Anyway. Uh, uh, it- <laughs> Really? It really you told I, me it was twenty five. No, I didn't. You, I thought. I swear, no, you told me it was twenty five. What was it? Um, we it was actually eighty eight, but I split she it with a neighbor. So it was oh, forty four. Did she pay though? Yes. All she right. Did. Freaking jeez, Louise. That's <laughs> that ridiculous. Was a year ago, what are you talking about? I could have sworn that was only twenty five bucks. That little strip, <laughs> that little strip of dirt is more. That is, little. Well, they. It's because there's water included, and that's a racket, a, dude. A, oh my gosh. Stop. That's a racket. <laughs> what that is it was great we got so many good tomatoes out of that <laughs> it's a racket CTO. you're so full of crap <laughs> uh, it's a racket oh that's a, we're in a rough patch so honey year, a rough patch just we're careful on that rough patch there um yep. this year we're gonna do it all in our own yard put in a couple of extra beds and do our you know heirloom tomatoes again oh they were so were good last year oh so good yeah um but all my herbs i like try to do that way because i hate buying them when you buy them fresh, they're each little teeny tiny package, like this big yeah. is, you know, it's, five bucks. It's dainty. I don't like it's it. It's dainty. I don't know anything about this either. Like, I'm bad at, like, I don't do this. I grew up growing a two-acre garden with my family. I was the second of ten, and mm-hmm. we had a huge garden where we had, you know. It's because you made all your own food. foot rows of five of those of tomatoes and 10 of those of corn. And yeah, we had everything. We had beehives. We had chickens. We had fruit trees, all of those things on our property. Did you have chickens and bees living together? Or as closely as they were going to. Yes. All right. (laughs) But we did get honey and honeycomb. That was really fun. Yeah. So yeah, I grew up doing all of that. Honeycomb, honeycomb's big. Honeycomb's big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, you got it. Good job. (laughs) The reference didn't go past you. It's not small. Oh my gosh. So, yeah, I think that I'm super jealous that you're already putting in your garden, but we are working on that. Somebody in the chat wants to know, did you grow up Amish? No, no. she just had a big family. We just had, had a really big family and acres and acres of land and you had they lived in Mississippi. You had yep. two two or sorry, three of your siblings were adopted uh, yes. from the state. Yeah, the youngest three. Right. We had uh, two that we had special needs uh, caused by fetal alcohol syndrome and then a, a brother mm-hmm. to them who was otherwise okay. But then he got in a car accident and was basically special needs the rest of his story. life. It's a long story. But a big, <laughs> wide-ranging, complicated family that yes. with a lot of love and a big, big farm area to make all their own food. Yep. Yeah. My dad was a woodworker and so he made all of our stuff and built our house and things like that yeah you guys are old school super cool but i feel like i kind of learned a lot from my parents when we were gardening for Mm -hmm. all those years Mm -hmm. that um and that was carried over that was like survival gardening too yeah we would grow a huge garden every summer and then we would freeze and can a lot of it for all of winter so yeah yeah which and then was perfect did you have anything you could harvest in the winter there or was it all not really yeah i mean we did like he was talking about doing potatoes or doing them a lot earlier, things like that. But yeah. 
it was fun to grow up where you would pick all these watermelons and cantaloupes and every morning you cut a watermelon and a couple of cantaloupes for everybody and oh, the breakfast was so good. That sounds... And fresh tomatoes and fresh corn. Oh, Yeah, you've never had better food. No, it was really good. That's why, okay, tell your seven-year-old daughter there's a reason Kim looks younger <laughs> in the, on camera than I do. Uh, the Twinkies and burgers are catching up to me. Kim <laughs> ate very healthy growing up. How I did that? eat very healthy. Yeah. So don't forget, seven-year-old. Made Eat healthy. I learned how to make bread. I learned how to make pretty much everything. Nothing wrong with that. These are yeah. skills you can use. Well, look, when the zombies come, we're all looking to Kim. <laughs> no one's looking to me. I'll make sure you can eat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you make sure you can eat. Your brother-in-law, Steve, can make sure all the, the, the boards are up on windows and everything's yep. working and functioning. Uh, we'll Dylan be really, will bring guns. Yeah, we'll be glad Darren's around because Darren will make sure the <laughs> Darren will make sure that the electricity's on. There you go. Uh, I was talking to my we old friend. All of our neighbors that I was talking to my old friend Steve Taylor, who I think listens to the show, so Steve may hear this, but um, he watched an episode and said, and I haven't talked to him in like twenty years or something. He watched an episode and said, "Man, Kim is a natural at this." <laughs> I don't know how natural it could be. I don't ever know what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, that's natural. You're just being natural. You're in prison. You're just I'm responding <laughs> behind the glass. Yeah, it's all good. Well, thanks for that email. I'm. Uh, or that voicemail, rather. I'm uh, super stoked when we get those. 801-471-0462 is the way to do it. Will you remember to eat the right way? All right, it's that time of the show where Kim makes a recommendation in the food department. Yes. Uh, um, I made a new thing this week. Yeah, what is it? What do you it call it? It this chicken. I found a recipe on Pinterest, of course, on Pinterest. Lady Internet. I know Lady that one. Lady Internet. Yep. And it was a two-ingredient uh, sauce for your chicken and it was spectacular it was absolutely so so good and it cooked up really well and it cooked all day in the crock pot and it was great and the two ingredients are a bottle of Italian dressing mm-hmm. and brown sugar Oh, and having all these ingredients in your Italian dressing mixed with the brown sugar was absolutely fantastic I didn't measure anything so I'll look it up again and see when we put it up on the on, on the, the deal, yeah. Oh, we got to do that. We got to put it on the deal. We keep yeah, forgetting. Yeah, we need to, to put that. it on the deal. But yeah, uh, if you, I think it said three ingredient chicken because the chicken was included. You can look it up yourself. Uh, it was so so good and so so easy. Mix it up, throw it on top of the chicken. I put some green onions under the chicken so it wouldn't ever stick to the bottom of the pot, and that was it. Yeah, and it was, it was really good. It was really good. I did chicken thighs. Mm. Those are the best. Yes. Something about a chicken more. thigh. Everyone's always like, I got to have the breast. I got to have the legs. I got to have whatever. You the could do thighs. anything. You the could do thighs. any part of the chicken, but the thigh was absolutely awesome. They're like a... It's the dark meat. That's why. Is that why? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> so good, man. Uh, Everything yeah. about that's so good. It was really nice. And, and it was also one of those days I was having where I was just swampy bombed all day. Just completely out of my mind busy. And sat down to that, and it was just so that perfect. That really big salad was perfect. Yeah, and the kind of salad I like with mm. all the wacky uh, leaves in it. I don't like... The wacky leaves? Yeah, I like leaves. Scott likes a spring mix. I like a spring mix. There you go. Is that what it's called? Yep. Yeah, and you, and you put... He doesn't like the romaine or the iceberg. He likes a spring mix. A nice spring mix. <laughs> and I don't care what kind of dressing, but you had like a, some kind of vinaigrette deal. It was the deal. Italian dressing that I used in the chicken, so it kind of went really oh, well together. Oh, it was so good. <laughs> It was really good and simple and not uh, just not a giant and meal. No, yeah, it was just like a basic ass meal that tasted like fancy restaurant. Now, was, if you wanted it to be a really filling meal, you put some mashed potatoes with that. 
you're set. Oh, you know what would be even better? You made uh, earlier in this same week, I want to say, you made the little potato medallion things that you made. Oh, I just... Those were amazing. <laughs> I made that up. I uh, took just baking potatoes, peeled them, sliced them thin, and stuck them in a pan with a little bit of oil and fried them up. Oh, a little salt and pepper. They were so was, good. <laughs> with some eggs for breakfast. They were really good, you guys. I don't use a lot of recipes. I'm sorry. No, I'm no, apo- sorry. No, I apologize to everyone that's like, how do you make that? I, I just do. Well, <laughs> Sometimes the, I just throw it in a pan and do it. So some of these things, like when you talk about the things you just do, they don't make it into the, the recipe discord. I don't but, have a recipe. I kind of right. just throw them in. So you just have and to, sometimes it's fun to just throw it in and see what you come up with. Yeah. So you sometimes have to, it's bad. You never know. <laughs> The chat room makes a good point. I probably shouldn't talk about wacky leaves being in my uh, salad. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> that, that could, uh, it's not quite legal that's here in the kind Utah. Of, yeah. That's the kind of growing I plan to do eventually. Yeah. We'll be the 48th <laughs> or 49th state to approve it. Oh, yeah. Probably. But uh, there's still got to be somebody who takes longer than us. It'll be like Mississippi or like Arkansas or some deep <laughs> south know. state. I don't know, man. I'm just saying. Like conservative <laughs> wise, we're pretty conservative here in our state, but I don't know. I feel like somebody else is going to get get the legal pot later than we are i mean heck we we approved medical which is makes yeah, us only one of deal. i don't know what 15 states or some small number mm-hmm. so we're getting you know we're getting we're there. getting there we're oh maybe there. texas texas take a long time yeah they'll be last <laughs> they'll be last big conservative as long as you got <laughs> ted cruz and his creepy beard there you guys are oh gonna be my last. gosh okay this hey, is not political. Hey, show. we're getting all political now. Ready? Go. Oh, no, not really. All right. We're going to be done with the show today. I want to thank everybody for coming and listening. And as a reminder, if you want to, uh, like the show and you want to support us, uh, the Frog Pants Patreon is the place to do it. You can head on over to patreon.com slash frog pants. And we really appreciate any support we can get from anyone because this is what pays the bills. That's right. That's how we do it here at Frog Pants Studios. And the show's no different. <laughs> Um, but we love doing the show and we're grateful to be doing it with you guys. So thanks for yeah, hanging out with us. Yeah, thanks for all the calls, the emails. Mm-hmm. We love it. Yeah. Love um, answering your questions. Hopefully we did answer your question. If not, ask us again. Send some more in, 801-471-0462 or just go to the website over there at uh, frogpants.com slash skim and send us an email there. There's a link. You just hit contact and boom, goes right to the inbox. So please do that, frogpants.com slash skim or again, voicemails, 801-471-0462. I think that is going to do it for us. I'm trying to think if there's anything else. We don't have any huge things coming up, do we? Uh, Vegas, I guess. Vegas. TMS Vegas. Yeah, looking forward That's to seeing a bunch of you there. Soon, we hope we get to see you there. Yeah. I think Wendy and Adam are coming. Oh, awesome. Sounding very likely. Very cool. Which probably means we're drivers a lot. That's fine. Thinking. That's fine. It's family. I'm a good driver. It's family. Good driver. You are a good driver. <laughs> you got to watch Wapner. <laughs> Uh, these references are the young, the younger, the, the young, young, the uh, youngins, the youngins like Teddy, Freddie aren't going to know what that is. Uh, anyway, that's going to do it for us. Thank you all for listening. I hope you have a fantastic week. We'll see you next Sunday for another edition of Skim. Until then, goodbye. Goodbye. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. Hey, time's up. (laughs) Time's up. No touching. Yeah. (laughs) Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. 
Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 